Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with that stock. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% Sick and he's spitting fire in mice. Got him out the dryer. He's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top. But a fucking nihilist porcupine. He's a he's a the type. Women wanna be with him. Rappers hope he gets eight years in the making. Patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. All right, uh, Kevin Kelly is here, and this week he is brought to you by Kid Champion. Coach's new endeavor. Next week. You will be presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. And speaking of, your new sponsor is going to be joining us at the bottom of this hour to talk about this big pickleball event coming up in August. And oh, I know awesome. you just participated in a very large, significant pickleball event last weekend in Hot Springs. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a big event. It's Ball City Classic. They had 553 different people playing in it. That's awesome. From st- I played personally. I don't know where all everybody was from. I played people from Texas, Pennsylvania, Ohio, I mean, people come from all over for these things. What's the format? uh, I mean, there's so many categories you can get into. Thursday was skinny singles, which means you just play half the court. And then Friday was uh, uh, same-sex doubles. Men, men, women, women. You know, and then... Saturday was mixed doubles. Sunday was singles and women's doubles. And they've got all age categories and all levels from 2.0 to 5.0. Was there prize money? No, no, everybody plays for medals. That's cool. They give out medals, gold, silver, and bronze. How and much does it cost to get in? Uh, it's 60 bucks to get in and get into one category. And then if you want to be in three, like I played in the... Zach and I played in the men's, and then we I played in mixed doubles with Meg Marion, and I played in singles by myself. So then it's 20 bucks extra for it. So it cost me 100 bucks to play in three. Okay. So And you got how many matches? M- too many. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. It's double elimination? <laughs> no, what it is is you play a round robin okay. in, in the regular format, and then if you make the top two on your side of the pool, then you play tournament play to see gold, silver, bronze, or nothing. And the tournament play single? Elimination? Tur- tournament play is single elimination, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, sort of. If you lose your semifinal match, then you're playing for the bronze in the, fi- in, okay. you know, the next match. That's so, fun. So yeah, if you just want to get a bunch of matches, that's the way to do it. Man, I, well, it's well too spent. many. I've I played singles. I'd never played in a singles tournament before. I like singles because I can't blame the screw-up on anybody but me. Mm-hmm. You know, But it is and, a lot more tiring. Oh, my gosh. It's tough. And I'd, I'd only played over two singles matches in a row. And I had to play like 11. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I mean, I, I was barely walking yeah. the next day. And then the second day after that was because I played singles on Sunday. Yesterday, I thought my legs were just going to fall off. Like, I was yeah. kind of hoping they would. My ankles and hips are always, I mean, that's definitely hot tub time. You need a little, uh, 
Need a little hydrotherapy after your long days on the. Yeah, but it was fun. Court. They put on a great event, and uh, I know the one we've got coming up here in Little Rock is going to be second to nine. So. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's coming up on uh, August 18th, and we will be live over there, actually, so if you want to tune in. I did find out that Tito's is sponsoring, and let's be honest, we're all going to need a uh, cocktail when that one's over if you're playing. We, we may do, like, a couple of celebrity exhibition matches. This is where we get you inclined against me and Coach. Okay. Yes. Big guy, little guy yes. matchup. The little guys are finally going to take back what's theirs. The big guys are big targets. That's right. We're That's not going to lob it over them, but we're going to hit them with Oh, it. I'm going to try to hit Joe Klein in, right in the groin several times. It'll be lots of fun. <laughs> Let me get uh, Navy Mike in here real quick, then we'll dive in on the red-white report. Speaking of kicks in the groin. Yeah, well, maybe sometimes. Sometimes he has his moments. What's up, Mike? Hey, Justin. Hey, what's up, Coach? Um, and hey, Wes. Hey. Uh, you, know, you, uh, you, you know, um, you know, just, you know, Jordan Walsh, you know, you know, a couple weeks ago, said that you know he was being he was being handcuffed, you know because he he was showing out in the G League. I mean, you know, he like his game. He said his game was being handcuffed. Now he can fully release it. Mm-hmm. And, and some people were like, well, you know, maybe it was just the system, and you know, he's he's a nationally gifted athlete. But then you see Nick Smith Jr. go off for thirty points, and now it's like. Was was Musselman handcuffing all these guys? You know, and and, and before you answer, it's like before when he didn't have three five stars on his roster. The the the, the his past season, he did he he did he did way more with those guys than the guys he did when he did have three five stars on his roster. Three five stars didn't even get him any further than when he did before that. You know, so. There, there might be something to the way he's doing things up there, mm. and uh, you know, I just, I just want to get you guys comments on that and whatnot, and because uh, everybody, all, all fans on Twitter are wondering that. Seven, so, uh, y'all take care, man. Seven, you knows and a whatnot. No, twelve. Twelve? Yeah, you lost count. Oh, can I take a first shot at his question? Well, I gotta say first, and then you can. Okay. Um, I have never wanted to have a view out the window and look at that tree across the parking lot and. Pray that there was a sniper in there that would shoot me in the face and kill me. Anyway, Coach, carry on. What are your wow. thoughts? Wow. Yeah, I was ready to die about halfway through that call. I, I think it's tough to tell about when I, when a player goes and scores points. You know, in the summer league or the G League or whatever, they're wanting to look at the players. They play a lot less zone type combinations and trying to win, and a lot more one on one. If you're athletic, you can get to the hole. They want to see if you can do that and get by guys. And they do that pace, especially in the summer league and things like that. And I think, you know, in college, they're trying to win the games. Guys, if they, guys play, you know, lock you down in a zone defense, you've got to be able to shoot outside. If it's not working for you that day, you know, you're either A, not going to shoot, or B, going to have a bad shooting day, not score very many points. So I think the opportunity to score more points is just the way it's set up the way the, and what those guys are playing right now. The stuff I saw from Nick yesterday, too, is he was getting a lot of it one-on-one. Yeah. And we didn't see that Nick at Arkansas. And, unless you were watching when they were in Europe. Early in this last summer. Yeah. Well, you're not uh, so going they didn't to. If he's smart and you know he's better than your guys, you're not going to guard him one-on-one and let him get to the basket. Yeah. But they're doing that in the summer leagues. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have three All-Americans. Yeah. Because they didn't have Nick. They had two All-Americans. And they lost one game earlier than the previous two years. Instead of going to the Elite Eight, they went to Sweet Six. Yeah. I That's do one see, game difference. So. I do see why people automatically think that. You're like, God, they're held back in college. I mean, it's the thing about Michael Jordan. The joke going around mm-hmm. forever was, who can hold Michael Jordan under 20? Dean well, Smith. Dean Smith. Whose phone is dinging? Mine. Do you mind? Sorry. This is the morning show. Carry on. Thanks, Coach. It's used, that's the first time it's ever dinged. Second second time it's ever dinged. In this segment, yes. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Same. Anyway, you're mean. I'm not mean. Show I'm just up a, here. I, I appreciate you Is coming up. Is the sign up. right there right? 53 days to Arkansas football? 52, actually. Way to keep up, up with it. Way to get it right. I didn't, I'm not doing it. I was about to announce that to the world. 53 days. I think days it was uh, Neighbors is the one who changes it every day. No. Josh, and he wasn't here today. 52. Please please update. Wes, there's your, okay. there's your job, okay? <laughs> uh, let's do the red-white report. It is brought to you by our friends at Big O Tires. And... Uh, that will be the lead story. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. You know, there's 52 days until 
Razorback football. And, you know, it's going to be a good season coming up. You know, I'm really excited about it. And, you know, Coach, we were earlier talking about how many games Arkansas might win. You know, we'll probably talk about that a lot between now and the start of the season. You know, I'm excited for the entire college football season. You know, Wes, I think uh, it's just the tip of the iceberg for what we're going to talk about today. You know, there's a lot of other things going on, too. I don't know if you know, but Nick Smith Jr. had uh, 33 points on 20 shots last night. You know, that's his best performance in the summer league thus far. You know, he was 4-5 or from 3, and he had 4 rebounds, and boy, I tell you what, you know, one of the nicest assists I've seen in the Summer League so far had an alley-oop to Brandon Miller, who also had a nice game last night, 26, so a good nucleus on a bad team. Let's say it that way for the Charlotte Hornets with those two guys. Uh, And speaking of, we were talking about uh, handcuffs earlier Mm -hmm. with Jordan Walsh, Mm -hmm. you know, he's playing tonight. Mm -hmm. The Celtics and the Lakers in the nightcap. In the summer league, so if you want to watch him on television, you know he'll be on this evening with both hands and whatnot. Yeah. Cody Adcock and Caleb Cowley selected on the third and final day of the 2023 draft. Adcock by the Reds, 13th round, number 378 overall. Cowley, 487 overall in the 16th round by Seattle. They joined Jackson Wiggins, who was a second round comp- uh, compensatory pick, number 68 overall. The Cubs, woohoo! Hunter Holland to uh, Cincinnati, number 74. Tavian Josenberger, third round, 100 overall. Borofin, Jace Borofin, sixth round, number 184 to the Blue Jays. By the way, we're going to have a visit with him on Friday for you. And then outfielder Jared Wagner, ninth round to the Yankees. So that doesn't include, obviously, all the signees who won't make it to campus, but that is uh, interesting. And I thought Cali was very undervalued, Wes. And I know he had a slow start, but by the end of the season, he was mm-hmm. a significant threat. He was one of their best hitters in the SEC. And defensively, I thought he played a great third mm-hmm. base. I think that is a steal. And we were talking about him maybe coming back next year. The thing that sucks is you just have no value at all as a senior, and it's unfortunate. You can get drafted way higher, but they don't have to pay you anything because you have no other options. I was looking at it, and this is from a few years ago, but the slot value payouts typically are around 20% of the slot value. So let's just say it's a $2 million slot value. You're only going to get 20% of that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get, you know, whatever that is. I'll take 400000 400000 thank you. Around. I was going to say 200000 But they own you as a senior. You have no negotiating power. What else are you going to do? Should have been better as a junior. Yep. And so that's why I expect... He was good as a junior. That's my point. Evidently not good enough to get drafted there. Really not. Yeah. I guess they saw some holes yeah, in the swing you know, or something. I mean, but I, I like Cali, and I was but hoping he was so he would hyped come coming in, and then he finished yeah. up. He lived up to the hype by the end of the season, like to me, down yeah. the stretch. Yeah. I don't know. It, took a lot of, it took a lot of teams to pass on him to get him down to where he did. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, I mean, obviously there was something there. Yeah. You know? I mean, they're looking to win. They're looking for good players. Yep. He had something they didn't like. Yes. To, to, to over to overshadow the things they did. There was good news. Uh, Will McIntyre announced last night he's coming back. Uh, also, Ben McLaughlin uh, was offered some free agent deals, but he's turned those down. He's coming back. Some bad news. Uh, Mason Novell, one of their uh, top uh, freshmen from last year, played a little bit. He had the big throw right from left field on the game we were there. Was that is that was that Mason? Anyway, he, he had some moments, and uh, he's decided he's going to transfer. He's entering the portal, so that not good news there. And I got an email from the SEC. SEC Media Day starts next week. Forty-seven hours of live coverage, a record 47 hours on the SEC network of SEC Media Days. Seems like a lot. Yeah. Well, people are starving for stuff right now. We sure are, Coach. Thank you. Why not? I mean, what is that? Eight times five is 40. Yeah. So that's going to be like nine hours a day from uh, Nashville. You will get all you want of SEC Media Days. Do we think it should stay in Nashville forever? Yes. I think all their stuff should be in Nashville. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) I think they should move the baseball tournament there. I think everything, but I know it's they're really not, going not a home to. field. It's not a uh, yeah. Even if they move the baseball. Well, that's a home field for Randy. Yeah. You know they do the Big Twelve. Are they still doing the Big Twelve Media Day at the Star in Frisco? I think so. Yes. And they did that. I know a couple of years. That that would be a great place too for the SEC. That would be, especially when Texas and Oklahoma come in. Yeah. For meetings or for baseball? For meetings. Gotcha. SEC meetings. There is talk also of maybe moving the some of the baseball championship game to Arlington. Dome Stadium, no rain, no yeah. worries about that. The championship Texas, or just the championship SEC game? tournament, baseball. The whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
That would be cool. Yeah, because it makes more sense than the meetings. The media, I mean, media days, to me, again, it's not a centralized location. That was no. the only downside. But Dallas is an easy flight for everybody, yeah. too. So, yeah. That's why I don't think it matters. If you're Dallas or Atlanta, either one, you're fine. Yeah. Nashville's a little harder to get into. Yeah. But direct flights to Dallas and Atlanta. Are but they're not moving baseball because they built that park. and No. They, they've they, already... Uh, the contract's for two more years. Is that all it is? I, yeah. thought, they, I thought they extended it no, beyond uh, that. Actually, no, that, was a, that was a big talk. Yeah. That was a big talk this when year. When we had the rain. That. Yeah, about the, when the rain, especially. Yeah. That's when it really kind of... Everybody's up. like, look, they did build this, but man. I mean, the rain just screws everybody up a little mm-hmm. bit. All right, we've been talking about Pat Fitzgerald since the beginning of the week, Coach. And it is a... Uh, it's an interesting situation because we don't know what was in the report. We only know that, you know, we've had a couple of uh, folks come out and anonymously tell the student newspaper what happened to them and what happened in their situations. And some of that came out in the report, I guess. And they decided to, re- you know, suspend him for two weeks. And then they came back and decided that he needed to be fired after these additional folks complained and talked about it in the student newspaper, which I'm not sure why that was a determining factor in the punishment. But nevertheless, what are your thoughts on this? And also, how much is a coach expected to know uh, is going on when it comes to things like hazing? From I mean, I think we all got picked on by upperclassmen at some point or another. I did, at least. Um, but obviously, this is this sounds a little bit more institutionalized to some degree. Yeah, when they did so, when they mentioned some of the, I mean, that's borderline sexual assault, sex, you know, some of the things they did, it really crossed the line. I, I don't like hazing. I will say this, I, I you know, I talked to some people over the last couple of days and uh, formulated my own thoughts on it. And here's where it is: there's no doubt there were some things going on that shouldn't have been going on. No question about it. What happens is it started out, I believe this with all I'm worth, it started out where some guys that are there that are either kind of half screw-offs in practice or just can't keep up or, or not learning their plays or jumping off sides, doing things that mm-hmm. are getting the whole team some punishments. Okay, Finally, everybody comes to you. You'll have a few guys, older guys, come to you. Hey, get your crap together. You're costing all of us a little bit. They're making us come to extra meetings. They're making us spend extra time. You know, you need to get your crap together. And those guys are probably giggling, trying to play cool, laughing it off. So next thing you know, they're hazing them a little bit. Okay. Well, then as it goes along, they kind of make a, you know, you probably have a group of seniors that make a blanket roll. Look, look, every time you screw up, every time anybody screws up, here's what's going to happen to you. And then it gets a little worse and a little worse. Now, the worst stuff they keep from coaches. I know so many coaches that have found out uh, years later about what was going on in their program. Nothing to the extent we're talking about here. But, I mean, just bullying kids, hazing kids that were causing them problems. And they found out later on, and the coaches truly had no idea. Because some things you find out about, and some things nobody's going to let you know. Because if they, they're afraid if they're the ones that let you know, something bad's going to happen to them. And that's what happened here. It started off as some guys not getting it done on the field, some seniors stepping in and doing this. Next thing you know, it's gone way too far. And you probably have a couple guys playing it cool. Like, hey, look, I, look I don't, I, I'm on the football team. I'm already here. Oh, when my term comes, I'll play better or whatever. And some guys didn't like that, and it goes too far. I don't think – I know Coach Fitzgerald. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Great guy. I heard you all talking about him. Nobody, nobody discounts that at all. I don't think he knew everything that was going on. And I don't think he was – didn't want to know. You know how sometimes, like, let it go, but I don't want to know? I don't think he was that at all. I think mm. he had no idea. Okay? The investigative report, the investigator came out, and at one point they said they couldn't link Fitzgerald to knowing. And in that itself, I think he shouldn't have been fired. Does he need to know? Yes. But, I mean, how are you supposed to know if there's no way you could know if it's not in front of you to even ask a question. We don't know that that's exactly where it was. But I think he holds some degree of accountability for sure. I mean, the buck stops with him. I don't think he should have been fired. I think some kids were treated very, very poorly. And whoever did the things that I read that were done to those kids, they need to be off the team. Those players, when you start... You know, bringing sexual assault type stuff into stuff, and 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 it's not the kind people are thinking. But you make a guy get naked and do things in front of the team, or this or that or the other, or touch something. You know, that that's that's gone too far. Those guys need to be off the team. And if any coach did know about it, they need to be fired. Sure, I don't think any of them did in this situation. I can tell you again, it's not the same, and it's been thirty plus years. But when I was in high school, some stuff happened, and there were older guys that were hazing the younger guys. And we had coaches come in and ask about it. And the younger guys that were being, you know, basically terrorized by these older guys lied and just said, no, 
I don't have anything to talk about. I have nothing to tell you. And I'm sure that probably goes on to some degree, too. I mean, you want to be accepted by your teammates, and there is that, you know, it's almost like Lord of the Flies mentality in there. I mean, you, you get a little bad. You've seen it, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I was I was in high school. Oh, my gosh. When I was in, you know, we were eighth and ninth graders. The seniors terrorized us. That's I mean, like, yeah. awful, you know. Yeah. But when the coach said, hey, you know, where'd that black eye, and why, is your, why are you all bruised up? Coach, I took a bad fall, you know, and, and or something. That's I mean, you weren't mm-hmm. going to tell nope. because either you wanted their respect, like you're saying, or fear of something worse, or both. And, and that's an easy way not to do it. I wasn't afraid of getting in, getting hurt or getting more hazing. I was, af- I didn't want to get anybody in trouble, I guess, and I didn't want them to hate me. That was the thing. I wanted to be accepted, and I just thought that was part of the process. Yeah, yeah. and you felt like, you, you know, if you uh, took the bullet, that may help give you some points. You sure. know, you're like, all right, this guy's a good guy. You know, yeah. he didn't, or he it didn't could be like, us. hey, we can beat on Wes. He didn't talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the other thing is, you'd like to think, though, in Division One football or Division One sports, period, in 2023, those kinds of things don't go on. And you you also like, to, I would like to think, that student-athletes realize you have a voice that matters and you can say anything. And if it's something's truly being done that's wrong, you can speak up. But... I guess there's still some of that as far as the team mentality. There's almost an expectation that you're going to get a hard time as a younger player. I, th- I think I think that's always going to be the case. Sadly, it's always going to be the case. It's it's been there for years. I mean, think about it, it's different when you get a bunch of guys, guys more than women, and and who knows if it's going on in women's sports. But in guys' sports, you get a bunch of young testosterone in the same locker room, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, if somebody's trying to be the king, well, if you want to be the king, they wrongly think that picking on guys makes it look like you're the tough mm-hmm. guy in the group. And, and who are they going to pick on? You know, they're going to pick on the younger guys. They're not going to pick on another senior because right. other seniors would stand up for the senior. But a bunch of freshmen aren't going to stand up for the freshmen they're picking on. And then it spreads and it does that. But I think it's going to be going on forever. I mean, basically what football is, is go back into the gladiator days. It's, it's Roman Coliseum days, but with a bunch of rules. And behind the scenes in the Roman Coliseum back there in the locker rooms, I'd hate to see what was going on. Mm. You know, in those times, it was really bad stuff. And uh, But you're always going to have it if you've got young guys. You've got to watch over. And I think coaches do. More than ever, it's less than it ever has been. It's better. It's looked after. It's talked about. Uh, the NCAA is trying to, you know, they put posters on the wall. They make you put posters in the locker rooms about protecting the kids and doing stuff like that. I mean, everybody's trying to do their part. But it's it's like automobile accidents. We can make the safest cars that drive themselves in the world, but there's always going to be wrecks. How much are coaches around the kids in the locker room? Or how much time do the kids have in the locker room when there's no supervision? They've got tons of time because that's that's one of the recruiting tools. They go in there, there's hot tubs, and there's, you know, and some, some of the locker, the very locker rooms might have something to play with, or there's TV up and there's gaming in there. Now, they've got game rooms and other places they can do that, but they make it a habitat where they want to go and be a part because that's what kids want to see when they're recruited is that locker room. So it's it's very inhabitable. Kids spend times in there. They're in there with no coaches in there, but they're adults. You know, at the same time, you expect them to carry themselves like adults. They're getting free college and NIL money to go to school there if you want to keep that coming in, do what's right and and that kind of stuff. I mean, it'd be the same thing as if they're walking across campus or in a frat house or whatever. You still expect them to obey the law, obey the rules and do those kinds of things. But as we know in both scenarios, frat house and locker room, sometimes it's not followed. I feel like the administration really let him down. Either A, they botched the investigation or they felt like they could dump this on a Friday and hope it just kind of slides under and the two weeks would have been just fine. And then either A, the backlash, or B, the investigation sucked and they realized that there was a lot more to it. than If they would have come in in the beginning and said, you know what, this is wrong, this is bad, we're going to spend him for three weeks of the season, a fourth of the season, I think he still got a job and everything's okay. And people, the, the mass of the people, wouldn't have, there wouldn't have been this backlash of... Two weeks for this? Are you kidding me? I think you're exactly right. If And, you know, uh, as I've sort of been preaching to my kids, everybody that listens to me for the past 10 years is, man, as soon as you make a mistake, own up to it and say, what do I need to do to make this better? Mm. And then there's no argument and swell of people that are going on and yeah. say, look, they're denying it. They're acting like it didn't happen. That means they don't care. That means it's going to yeah. continue. And then something bad's going to happen. But I think you're exactly right. If they say, look, we found this out. We screwed this up. We are going to punish him. We are going to make sure this doesn't happen again. Then everybody's like, okay. They're taking it seriously. Yeah, but when you don't, everybody's like, look, y'all don't even care. And then there's an argument ensuing, and then people pile on and that kind of stuff. And then you start getting the individuals involved 
that step up and say, well, I was one of these two, and I was one of these two. But as soon as you say, we're going to take care of it, we screwed up, we're suspending him, we're doing this, we're doing that, everybody just shuts up and, and goes about it because they know you're taking care of your business. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that these days. You just have to because there's too much media. Everybody does have a voice because they've all got social media. Well, right or wrong, you know, journalism reigned in this one and certainly had an impact. And that's that's the goal, right? That's the role of uh, good journalism is pointing out things that are wrong. Watchdogs. Right, exactly. And it's unfortunate that it took a bunch of kids on a student newspaper to try to help get the right thing done when the administration where the adults in the room didn't. Or at least they didn't vet it out, and then it just opened the door for them to do something pretty pretty ridiculous, which is backtrack on something, you know, the same information they already had. There, that was one of the key points of contention. Two things. First of all, there's a, one of the lawyers for uh, Fitzgerald is saying, you know, it's basically, it's an oral agreement, which is binding, that this is what we're going to do. And then they never went back to him and said, hey, by the way, we're reversing our position, and now we're going to do this instead. So that's a bad place for the administration to be in. The other part of it was they admitted nothing new came out. There was nothing that they didn't know Oh, I beforehand. haven't heard that. Yeah, it was in the story that I read this morning. Wow. Well, so, I mean, there was nothing that was uh, eye-opening out of... Uh, it was just the fact that it was blown up in the newspaper. The, to, to, you know, this discussion a while ago, Coach Fitzgerald's next job, when he chooses it to be, I think will be a better job. You do? Yeah. I mean, Northwestern's a nice school, but as far as football school, I mean, it's tough there. The admissions is tough. It's tough to get kids in. They can't get anybody they want. They can't go recruit the same kids that Florida can or Arkansas can. You know, they've got they've got limits though on what they can do and I think he's gonna end up getting a better football job. This is his attorney speaking, Wes, so let me let me make that very clear. Uh, they say they had Northwestern had no new information between the initial two week suspension for Fitzgerald and his firing. Noting that the hazing details reported sun Saturday by the Daily Northwestern mirrored what they had been told during the investigation. Looks really bad for the administration. I agree with uh, Brenton Stuttgart. Other heads are going to roll because of the way they handle well, it. Well, th- th- my thing is, where's Derek Gregg and all this? Well, you that's know, what was that brought was up earlier. Point. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're going to come back and turn it around and fire Fitzgerald, then Gregg didn't handle it either. You know, because that's well, the bottom didn't. line. That, yeah, the, a, the president came in above him and right, fired him. Oh, right, yeah. I know. But but what I'm saying is, is, is Gregg should have done a better job as soon as he found out, too. He should have been the one to stand up mm-hmm. and go... We know about this, like you mentioned a while ago, da-da-da-da-da. Greg should have been the guy. And he didn't do it, then it goes on, and the guy under him gets fired. Well, if you're going to fire that guy, you probably ought to take a look at that guy, too. You know, Greg, too. No, 100%. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And the question I had is, and I don't have the answer to that yet, is, was the president involved in the initial investigation and getting the report and deciding, yeah, two weeks is sufficient for what we've read here? Zero doubt. Then the president. Got, then you've got a Baylor situation. Yeah, I mean, then the president comes clean back and like clean the house. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But and they said all the that. assistants are staying. Well, for for this year they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's only at this point in the. That's all you can do. Keep I mean, let's in. be honest. This is going to be a. This is going to be a. What's the guy that 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 we had the horrible season when Tyler Wilson was a senior? John L. John L. This is going to be a John L. season for mm. Northwestern. They just had that season last year. I know, unfortunately, for Joe Hyman, our you know, I love that kid. You know, he's on their team playing running back. I think he's going to play a lot this year at a great spring. But man, I hate for him to be in this situation. Man, they might have been an assistant coach. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're talking some pickleball with uh, Frank Lawrence, who is with the Little Rock Athletic Club, and they are also going to sponsor Coach Kelly Saban going forward. Love it. I'm oh, a member nice. there. Member there. They're building new pickleball courts out yes. there like crazy, and I think the memberships. I joined right before they. Right before they jacked up the prices, if that was going to happen. I don't know if they're going to do that or not. I don't think they need to. There's a million people out there. But it's a great place, and I'm glad they're doing the pickleball event. And I think it's one that more people can do to get their exercise and have fun at the same time. Very much so. Uh, By the way, Christopher Eubanks and Medvedev are now into the fifth set. Medvedev survived a tiebreaker in the fourth set. And so we are into the fifth and we'll keep you updated there. I'd love to see this guy move on. It'd be such a cool story. More showers out there. When that happens, roads get wet and people start hydroplaning. Got to have a good set of tires. Check out your tires. If you need new tires, go to Big O Tires. They have $100 off. Select set of tires right now. Great selection of tires. All the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire. 
Two great locations, Conway and Cabot. And they do more than just tires. So take a look at your brakes. They'll do a lot of things. If there's something wrong with your car, check engine light comes on. Swing on by Big O Tires. Let them take care of you. Get you back out on the road running as good as ever. Big O Tires and Conway's on Hark Rider. Big O Tires and Cabot is on Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. Go see our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is SportsCenter. Former Arkansas Razorback and North Little Rock guard Nick Smith Jr. scored a team-high 33 points for the Charlotte Hornets on Tuesday in a 97-93 loss to the Portland Trail Blazers in NBA Summer League action. Smith went 13 of 20 shooting from the floor, including 4 of 6 from the three-point line. He also finished with 4 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a blocked shot in 28 minutes. Charlotte's next game is Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Central against New Orleans, which can be seen on NBA TV. In tonight's Summer League action, former Hogs Jordan Walsh and the Boston Celtics take on the Los Angeles Lakers at the Thomas and Mack Center. That game starts at 9 o'clock Central tonight on ESPN. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. What's up, y'all? Clint Sterner here. Look, when it comes to health, there are numbers every man simply needs to know, including our testosterone number. I recommend going to Low T Center. They make it quick. They make it easy to get your levels checked, and it's only $25. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, can cause lack of motivation and drive, and can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certipro. Each Certipro painter's business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Eleven thirty nine in the zone. Justin Acre, Wes Moore, Kevin Kelly with us, and appreciate Ethan sitting in for Christian, who'll be back. I don't know when, some point this week. Is he back tomorrow? I didn't know he was out today until I walked in. I should know this. I think he might only be out like one day, but it doesn't matter. I, I personally was only asked to cover it today, so I'm expecting him back tomorrow. I think we're just going to go without a producer tomorrow, Ethan. Actually. We can only handle you one day. <laughs> I'll go in there and push a bunch of buttons. Is that all you got to do? Every time I look in there, just pushing buttons. I think there's more to it than that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think it's pretty easy. <laughs> well, as someone who knows how to do it, I'm sure you do now. But uh, anyway, let's uh, let's move on here at 1139. Frank Lawrence is here from the Little Rock Athletic Club. Talking a little pickleball. Pickleball's best of the best. 2023 state championship, and I don't know how many people are going to end up in this thing, but I know there was a huge event we were just talking about in Hot Springs last weekend, which goes to the sort of uh, point that we've been trying to make, which is this is real popular. 
Turns yeah. out, yeah, it's an incredibly popular sport. Everybody's playing it. If you haven't heard pickleball, now that you hear it, it's going to be everywhere. Um, so it's a uh, it's a great sport. This event's going to be a cool event. We're really trying to find just the best players across the state and invite them to come in and play a single elimination tournament um, at the club. Do you have to be an Arkansas resident to play in this thing? You have to play through one of these organizations, so clubs or some of the community centers or community parks that we've invited from around the state. You can qualify through there, and then you can be considered one of the best of the best. So how do you do that? How do you qualify? Contact those folks. So, for example, at our clubs, uh, we're going to send our best club members uh, to participate in this. So okay. Greg Hatcher at the Bluebird, uh, they're going to send their best teams to compete uh, in the in the event. So right. a little different than what Coach Kelly did this past weekend, where it's a lot of lot of people, big volume. We're just looking for the best ones. They're going to go head to head, and we're really going to see who who the best players are around. I love the idea, a state tournament. Who came up with this idea? Yeah, so Greg and I kind of hatched this idea, and Baz jumped on board, and and then uh, uh, you guys really jumped in and helped us kind of develop the concept of this invitational to really see who the best players are in the state. Some of my buddies around the state are saying some of their centers, their community centers or their clubs, are having playoffs at theirs to see who's are the best. And some are just, they already know who it is and they're appointing. So, you know, all in all, you know, besides what's going to be at, you know, in Little Rock, there's going to be some groups around. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people participating, you know, to get into that. And so it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see... We call it, who are the ballers out there that we don't know about, right? Yeah. Who's going to show up that's really good that you don't have any idea uh, exists uh, in Little Rock? Well, we're all going to find out together. This is Friday, August 18th, and uh, there is no entry fee, is that what I heard? No entry fee. There is prize money. Yeah. So the winning team. The best, best deal. This is yeah. the best the best. You yeah. can't come up with a better situation than, I don't have to pay to get in, and I can win cash. Yeah, it's an invitational deal, right? So, I mean, send your best folks. Uh, the winning team will get $1,000. Uh, and we're going to have different divisions from men's doubles, women's doubles, men's singles, women's singles, as well as a married couples division. So that should be kind of interesting to see who the best married couple division is out there. Uh, my wife and son, my wife, my son and his wife are counting on that for their new baby. Yeah. <laughs> Can and she they, stay non-pregnant enough? Enough, you know, as she to August eighteenth to, to August eighteenth because they think they've got a shot to win this thing. She's already pregnant. Yeah, right. now I'm pregnant and like you know, big, bigger. He means pregnanter. <laughs> pregnant, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she uh, she's obviously playing well enough now. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. won. Yeah, she won gold in the four O's. Yeah, but he, he and her together are really good. Yeah, really good. So I get occasional criticism, Frank, from um, my tennis friends, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. they're just tired of hearing about pickleball. Yeah. But, I mean, again, they're really different things, but I love the fact that this is such an accessible thing for someone who is not particularly athletic yeah. or doesn't move around a lot. Or do- I mean, it's a great way to get people off the couch. Yeah, it is. And what you're seeing, I think, is that the tennis community is kind of slowly coming around, and you're really seeing that now a lot of the best players in the sport of pickleball come from a racket sport of the past, whether it's tennis, ping pong, badminton, something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. the best player in the world, he was a world-class player badminton player really and, uh, so hmm. the uh the paddle racket sports uh, of the past really uh the, those folks are really good so the, the purists in the tennis world are coming around a little bit i can't think of anything i mean rubik's cube had its moment maybe hula hoops back in the day uh i hope this doesn't turn out to be a fad and it's something that continues forever but yeah. because i do think there's a lot of upside here but have you can you remember anything exploding like this in, in, not, in not the athletic qu- field not quite like this i mean you saw the movement of crossfit probably 10 15 years ago that really blew up and became a sport you know it made fitness a sport right uh but this has a, a stronger infrastructure there's quite a few uh, professional leagues um you know espn is airing pickleball consistently a lot of professional athletes have gotten into pickleball there's uh, a pickleball channel i watch pickleball yeah. all, and I, pickleball all the time channel it's, yeah it's like a, i didn't know that. it's on youtube tv oh wow yeah 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 so it's uh yeah so i think there's enough infrastructure and enough demand now that uh there's a long runway for for pickleball to become a surviving sport and at the athletic clubs what are you guys doing as far as that goes yeah so we're building a huge facility so we're making a big bet uh and we're building a dedicated eight indoor courts four outdoor courts we'll have an entertainment area outside as well so it should be a great environment um and i think the indoor courts are kind of the magic sauce i mean it's nice to play outside but it's in arkansas right we like it to be 72 degrees all all the time. There's no doubt. Um, 
It uh, looks like they're building. I mean, I'm not a construction genius, but those things are happening fast. Yeah, they're there. they're coming along quick. Yeah, we every time I go finished. by, there's some changes. Yeah, well, they we'll, can't be overly expensive to build. I wouldn't think either. Uh, uh, yes, no, they're very expensive. <laughs> really? So, yeah, very expensive. Inside maybe, but what, but I mean, if you're building yeah. pickleball board courts outside. That can't be a huge lift, right? Yeah, I mean it's not cheap, right? I mean you want it to be right. You want we we're what's out, the, what's the point? Like what's the best situation? Yeah, so surface outdoor, wise, all yeah, that. outdoor courts would be post tension, and so the concrete, so it moves, it doesn't crack, and so it stays together. Okay. Um, and then there's the tennis type surface on those. The in, indoor courts uh, will have almost a gel type surface in there, so it'll feel really good on your body. So you can spend just like Coach Kelly did down in Hot Springs this past weekend, spend all day on that, and it's going to feel really good on That's your body. That's good. That's yeah. key. You're well, saying 12 courts you're building. Do you have that kind of need for it yeah, already? Yeah, huge capacity, right? So right now we're sharing with our tennis courts. So um, uh, I can't get Coach Kelly to get up at 5 a.m., but 5 a.m. on Friday mornings, I usually have about 16 to 24 guys out there playing pickleball at 5 a.m. on a Friday morning. And so regularly we, we have uh, people playing uh, every day. That's amazing. What um – Coach was making, a, a, I guess, a reference to it. It's just such a deal. I mean, it's such a bargain to join out there. I guess you guys are still accepting members. We are accepting members. And, mm-hmm. and the good news is, with the pickleball, it adds some ability for us to expand our capacity, right? Big new building. Um, and it, to move those pickleballers out into that facility, to give our tennis players even more room. The fitness folks still continue to have a lot of room. And, I mean, we do so many things at the athletic club, so there's lots of room for everybody to, to find a spot. How about uh, what's the popularity of racquetball right now? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's waning. It, it's waning. Yeah, it's waning. It's uh, it's it's been a dying sport for a while. It continues to wane. It's a nice for us. It's a nice marketing tool. We still have two dedicated racquetball courts. They're great. What happened there? Um, you know, I don't think there was the infrastructure like I talked about. This big professional infrastructure, kind of a, a path development from um, learning the sport and how do you progress in the sport. Uh, I think that fell away uh, probably in the the nineties and early two thousands. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, hope the uh, growth continues. Again, I think it's perfect because you can play, you can see people who are very high level. And it's just like a lot of sports where if you you think you're pretty good. I mean, I'm, I've been, we've all been there, I think, with ping pong. It's like, I'm pretty good at ping pong. Yeah. Then you play somebody who's really good at ping pong. Yeah. You're like, I suck at ping yeah, pong. Yeah, exactly. So, and, but the thing about pickleball is it's fun because you can yeah. find people who are, you know, Whatever on your level. level. That's right. Whatever level you how are. How do you get rated? There. Like, how, how would I get rated if yeah, I wanted there, to play? There are a couple rating systems out there. So as you start to play matches, so like Coach's matches he played this week down in Hot Springs, those will go into this rating system. And so the more you play, uh, it's kind of like a golf handicap. But you have to play in a sanctioned event of some sort? No, no. You can put you can put matches in that rating system just like a golf handicap. You know, you had Maumelle Country Club on earlier. So the more you put your rounds in, the more rating you will get. And it's mm-hmm. somewhat dependent on who you're playing against, their ratings, and, and it, it if you like, like if us four went out and played, right. we're members of this rating system, we can go in and and Frank could put in the score, and it'll send a message to you to go mm-hmm. validate that. So it doesn't let somebody just make something up and put you in there like they played you and get a better or worse ranking or whatever. You have to validate and go, yeah, that was the score we yeah. did play, and it it goes ahead and ranks you and it moves you up and down and things yeah. like that. Hmm. So it's good that, too because it lets you know where you're at right. because you can look and go like we may play Saturday and go okay we're playing these three guys I don't know who these three guys we'll look them up on there and go like, okay these guys are 4.4 you know and whatever we know we better get ready because they're going to bring it I'm yeah. completely ignorant on this whether it's tennis or pickleball I don't understand any of the rating system how does that work what's the bottom what's the top how do you how do you move up and down I mean other than winning obviously yeah so kind of four four or above you know you're you're pretty good yeah you're, you're decent right you can compete you can play you, you have a command of the sport kind of below that um, it, it starts to, to tell off doesn't mean you're bad at the game what's it's the just, top level uh, open right so in tennis kind of 5.0 or 5.5 and then it's open so these guys playing at Wimbledon obviously it's open but um, you know kind of around here 5.5 5.5 in the tennis side and that's about probably yeah about I watched the 5.0 final singles the other day those guys look like freak shows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know them. I've I've played with I've played against a couple of them, and they're just. But man, when two of those guys get at it, yeah. it's unbelievable how good they are. And it looks different. You know, I watch the pickleball on TV. It looks slower than it is when you're on the court and the ball's coming at yeah. you, especially when you're volleying and stuff. Mm-hmm. But but that's the beauty of this game is if you've got a 4.0 woman, a 4.0 man. You know, in tennis, there's still a difference because you got to cover so much court and things like that. In pickleball. 
they you can play men right. women mix them older younger i mean my first when i first thought i was getting decent and i went down to canis and i played you know this older guy and he said he was like 76 or something you know and i'm like okay you know and he was one of them and he had his wife out there and i got whomped and i was like oh my god i mean you know if you're good and got skill it doesn't matter your age right. your sex or anything it's just that's what i think makes it great is people can all play together you know, husband and wives can play each other and be competitive if they just want to, you know, do that instead of go watch, go out on a dinner date or something like that. Or any friends can just show up and play, and you can kind of make it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Uh, to sign up, still want to contact Jerry. Is that the deal? Yeah, contact Jerry. You can go to our website, uh, lrac.com, and look for the best of the best pickleball as well to take you to the landing page of that uh, of that event. Gotcha. And it's open open to the public to come watch um, yeah. and participate. I think uh, the morning show is going to be there. You guys We're gonna are going to be there, mm-hmm. live broadcast. And so We're trying to set up a couple of exhibition matches, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to have some celebrity stuff. I like the... Uh, Joe Klein rolled his eyes at Coach Kelly and I yeah. and uh, said that he and Wes would smoke us. And yeah. it was, I thought it was kind of rude, actually. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Well, uh, Frank, Frank's not been, not been boasting of himself. Frank's pretty darn good at pickleball, too. If you're getting up at 5 a.m. on a Friday, yeah. you're good. If you're down there playing at 5 a.m., you're right. Listen, I'd much rather go play pickleball at 5 a.m. than the workouts I do at 5 a.m., so. Come on. How long do you guys play? like you've been slacking on those a little bit. Most Thanks, folks coach. start leaving between 6.30 and 7. Gotcha. Yeah. They're, they're still going to work and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. But don't 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 look don't let him forget to tell you. If you want members, your best thing to member is that pool. Yeah. The best pool around. Yeah. My wife loves it. My daughter loves going to the pool. Yeah. Sit there and hang out. My wife, I've convinced her, go work out, then go hang out by yeah. the pool, you know. Yeah, it's a great place. It and is. Look, it's great. It's got everything. The Racket Club. Don't forget the Racket Club. Nestled up in Foxcroft neighborhood there. I mean, that is uh, a great place. And then North Little Rock and then downtown. So. Well, good work. I appreciate you. We'll see you soon. You bet. Thanks Thank for you. having me. You bet. 11.52. We're back in a moment. Courtney Ballantyne here for The Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for The Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to The Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Paid not attorney spokesperson. Action Matters is responsible for the content of this ad. Toxic water at Camp Lejeune has caused pain, suffering, and death for tens of thousands of dedicated Americans and their families. If you're a current or former Marine, dependent of a Marine, or civilian who worked at Camp Lejeune at any time from 1953 to 1987, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Studies have found the water at Camp Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals causing serious health conditions such as bladder, breast, or kidney cancer, Parkinson's, leukemia, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, as well as miscarriages, infertility issues, and certain birth defects. A new law was signed, allowing anyone that spent time at the base to seek the justice and compensation they deserve. Billions have been set aside by the government to compensate victims. All Marines, dependents, and civilian workers who spent time at Camp Lejeune anytime from 1953 to 1987 and developed a serious health condition, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation, even if you were denied a disability claim in the past. Call 800- 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Hurry, time is limited. Call 800-619-7308. 800-619-7308. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oakland Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan. Because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. 
Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genma Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. True Service Community Federal Credit Union has some good deals right now. You can improve or upgrade your home with a True Service Home Equity Loan. Get a new pool, new flooring, maybe a custom shower or a kitchen remodel. It's also vacation season, and True Service Community Federal Credit Union has a vacation now pay later offer. You can get up to $3,000 for your trip and 1% off regular rates. This offer is good now through August 31st. And you can get one of the lowest interest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card. They offer no transfer fees, no over-limit fees, and no annual fees. you got a great team at True Service, and it starts at the top with Linda Jeffrey. She's got Tina and Melissa and Tommy working some great deals over there. Go to uh, th- one of their three locations in Little Rock. They're by the Butcher Shop, JFK in North Little Rock, and on the campus of Hendricks College. Apply online at trueservice.net. Get pre-approved today. Asher Wrecker, live fan feedback. James says, I'm not condoning the stuff that happened, but how many people came forward? Was this just one kid's word against everyone else that said this wasn't happening? Or was there multiple stories with evidence? Also, if the coach didn't know, it should be those kids kicked off the team, not him. That's what coach basically said earlier. I think it's is it 11, 12 different people have come out. I've only seen a couple of kids that were quoted in the stories in the Northwestern. But I think I saw 11. Okay. 11 or 12, something like that. Um, William says, the Twitter account College Football Transfer Portal tweeted out that a QB in the transfer portal from Northwestern made it up, according to a manager. Said he and the coach did not get along and would not play him and wanted him fired. In my opinion, though, if it's just allegations, he should not be fired, but I'm assuming they had hard evidence or there was a lot of pressure from administration since that is a pretty prestigious academic school. There was definitely pressure from the administration. Uh, Nick Smith Jr. says, take that performance and put it in your pipe and smoke it, Christian. Mr. I'm concerned with this Nick Smith. Yeah, Christian. Yeah, Nick. Uh, Phil says, do we have depth on defense this year? Wes? Yes. Isn't the running back from Benton supposed to announce this week? Friday. Seeing he is leaning towards the Vols, jockstrap to the morning show and match game. I don't know what that means. Um... I have not heard he's leaning to the Vols, but I have heard it's between Arkansas and Tennessee. Interesting. And Arkansas hasn't gotten another running back commitment. So I'm cautiously optimistic Friday we'll have good news. What's his name? Braylon something? Um, yep. Put you on the spot. Yeah, you did. Braylon, not Mitchell. Um, gosh, Justin. We were just talking to Coach Harris. I kept wanting to say Harris because we were talking to Brad Harris yesterday. Did see Brad Harris yesterday. He's looking great. He's looking great. Russell. Braylon Russell. Thank you. I got half of it. I was pretty impressed with myself, actually. Yeah. Good job. i a little I pay attention. All right. Uh, don't forget, countdown and kickoffs coming up. We've got uh, some names we'll be announcing soon on who will be there, but I can tell you there will be former Razorbacks, current Razorbacks, and a whole lot of fun. It is brought to you by Gary Hill, our buddy from MSS Oil, and uh, MSS Oil, as I said, yeah. The Gangster Museum of America. Corky's Barbecue is going to be serving up some great food. Tito's Handmade Vodka and our friends at Oaklawn. Bell and Sword in Conway has moved to a new larger location. Hi, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Bell and Sword is now located at 1011 Oak Street, a larger selection of everything for men. A Martin Dingman store within a store. More shoes and belts. More of your favorites. Peter Millar, Johnny O, Sachs, Mizzen and Maine. 